You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 115. Okay, guys, here we go. I promised myself that I was not going to cry on this episode, but I made the mistake of looking back on all of my photos and videos on my phone this morning, and that is making it really hard. So today, my baby boy, my firstborn, my only child as of now is six months old and when I tell you that my heart was not ready for that I seriously mean it I finally understand why parents are always saying things like don't blink or time is just gonna fly on by and yeah you kind of roll your eyes and say yeah okay whatever when they say that to you but uh, it is just blowing my mind that we are already halfway through him turning one years old. Are you kidding me? Time is seriously such a thief. And I feel like those first three months of his life kind of seemed to move really slow or not slow, but just maybe like the perfect amount of time. Like I felt like they didn't go by super quickly. Um, I always felt like when he hit like month two and three, I was like, oh, it feels like it's been so much longer than that. So I felt like that was a good amount of time. But for whatever reason, I swear months four through six have like zipped right on past me. And I I really can't even wrap my brain around the fact that he's half a year old. Um, I, I don't understand how you can be born yesterday and be turning six months old today. So <laughs> uh, kind of crazies me. And he's just changing so much. He gets so much more fun every single day too, which is really exciting. Um, every day he's just doing something new, interacting in a different way, and it's just really, really fun to watch all the changes. And I think the older he gets, the more fun he gets. But I do wish he would just take it easy and give my mama heart a break from wanting to cry every single time that I look at him. Um, gosh, I just, I can't, oh, I can't believe it. And Man, on the other hand of that, like, I've been a parent for six months now. I mean, really, since he was conceived nine months ago, or, well, nine plus six, whatever that is. Math is hard. Uh, but, oh, gosh, like, how, how has, how has six months of me being a mom to him earthside, how, how are we here? This is the craziest experience of my life, and for sure becoming a mom has been the biggest wake-up call of my entire life but at the same time it's just it's been so natural it's such a it's been a really overall easy transition for me while it's brought so many changes and so many things that I wasn't necessarily expecting to be hard it's been everything that I've ever wanted it to be and it's so it's just been really natural um and I'm I'm really blessed to be able to say that because this is all I've ever ever wanted to do and I was just talking to Tyler my husband the other day in the car about how we were talking about how we want four kids at least and um, just kind of what that's going to look like and I was kind of joking about how it's funny when you tell people that I mean I kind of get two reactions when I tell people I want four kids on one hand people that have had four kids they have zero regrets like everybody that I've talked to that has four or more kids they're like oh my gosh you're gonna love it do it like that's so great like it's the best thing ever and everybody that has less than four kids is like 
oh honey like don't even think you're gonna do that because you won't like it's so hard and they they almost like bash you for wanting a lot of kids and I just never really understood that like there and and they go off on their tangent about how it was and I've had nurses like literally when I would go to my prenatal doctor appointments I would have nurses tell me like as they're taking my blood pressure they'd be like oh is this your first like are you planning on having more and I'd be like yeah I want three more at least and they're like oh what like why and they would just tell me how hard it is and all this stuff and I get it's hard and everyone's experience is different so you know whatever and maybe we'll change our mind I don't know but I just think that that's wrong to like tell somebody that they shouldn't want four kids if they want a lot of kids like don't don't hate on their dream like that is so rude to me and I just never really understood like complaining about your kids like sometimes these parents just seem like they are miserable and they do not like having kids and I think that's really sad so I don't know I just felt like I needed to throw that in there because I was just thinking about it but um anywho (laughs) I can't relate because I love being a mom and I love babies anyway in this episode, let's get back on subject here. I am going to be sharing my experience as a mom so far, what I have learned and what has been the most helpful things for me. So if you're a new mom or an expecting mom, or even if you've been a mom for years, this one's for you. And it's also for my little guy because yes, we celebrate half birthdays in this house, at least starting now. So here we go. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I'm a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Since the moment that Stetson was born, I have kind of been obsessed with those wrap and like baby carrier things so much that I have, I think, five different kinds and different brands. But unfortunately, my child is his father's son and isn't a super cuddly baby. He's very like independent and just wants to face out and not cuddle his mother. Um, So trying to wrap him close and tight next to me is kind of somewhat of a struggle. But I have been mostly successful at doing this when it comes to using my Solly baby wrap over all the other ones. The Solly wrap compared to the other wraps that I have is much more lightweight and it's a thinner material making it a lot more breathable and stretchy but not too stretchy to where you're worried that your babe might slip out of it. They come in so many gorgeous colors and they're all very like neutral, just pretty earthy tone colors. And I love that for all the aesthetic mamas out there. 
and they also have instructions that come with them that make it super easy to put them on the right way plus video tutorials to make it just so easy to put on and comfortable for your baby. I have two of these wraps and I even have the crib sheets for Stetson's room from their website and I absolutely love the sheets. They are such a pretty color and they are so amazingly soft that I swear that's part of the reason why Stetson is sleeping through the night now because he is just so, so comfy. So if you would like to get your hands on either the baby wraps, the sheets, they even have pajamas that are just so silky smooth, then you can head on over to sollybaby.com and use code Elrod 10 at checkout to save 10% on your order. Stetson is six months old today. My little boy has rocked our world for half a year and my heart cannot take it. I always thought that it was just going to feel like forever when we finally hit that six month mark, but turns out these days are just flying by and I don't think my brain can really comprehend that six months ago at 4.54 a.m. I was handed this tiny six pound baby that I get to keep forever. The amount of love and responsibility that you feel in that moment is truly one that is undescribable and it feels like a distant memory, but I also remember every tiny little detail of it so vividly and this past month, path month, past month, I have found myself leaning into more of a rhythm than I ever have before on this journey so far and we still don't really have like a strict schedule, but our routine is really starting to feel more consistent. And honestly, I'm just having so much fun at this stage. His little personality is really shining these days, and I swear he knows when he is being funny. <laughs> our little social butterfly loves to laugh and loves making everyone else laugh too. He is his happiest self when we are out and about and people are paying attention to him. And this mama already knows that she has a little flirt on her hands for sure. So kind of diving into this six-month journey and just where we're at at this point in time, what kind of milestones we've hit, um, one of the most common questions that I am asked all the time, it seems like, since the moment he was born is, is he sleeping through the night? And this question always kind of made me chuckle because people would ask me that like two weeks into him being born. They'd be like, oh, is he sleeping through the night yet? And I'm just like, are is he supposed to be doing that since like day one because I don't think that's true I mean some people are lucky and they get like babies that do sleep through the night right away but in all reality they're not supposed to do that like that's not that wouldn't that's not the common thing so I just always think it's funny when um people ask that because really everything that I've read and heard it doesn't come till much later um but I will say I I've been lucky-ish in the sense of he's never been a bad sleeper by any means and from the time he was born he was really eating about every four hours even throughout the night so we would get a decent chunk of sleep every single night and I never really totally felt like completely sleep deprived or anything like that um, I never really felt like I wanted to just rip my hair out because I was so exhausted well okay maybe sometimes because there were nights where he would scream and I didn't know why <laughs> but I'm truly just so grateful that he has made most nights not too hard and now as of a couple of nights ago dare I say it I don't want to jinx it but I think we might be totally sleeping through the night on our own 
he had a couple nights here and there like throughout the past six months where he would sleep all night but it was very inconsistent and kind of random but now it seems like we've had a few nights in a row where he'll still wake up and he'll kind of like cry for a minute but I just kind of let him sit there for a couple minutes and then if he doesn't stop then I'd go in but most of the time he stops after like a minute or two and he just puts himself back to sleep so I haven't had to go in his room at all for the past like few nights so I'm really hoping this isn't just like a phase and that this is like officially we are officially sleep trained I think maybe we'll see um he usually goes down at about 7 30 uh to 8 p.m I'd say every night and like I said we're not on like some hard schedule where it's the same time every single day but we're on a routine so it's not the same times but it's the same steps essentially and I like I said haven't had to go in there for the past couple nights so fingers crossed that it stays happening I am not gonna lie I became kind of a sleep obsessed mom before Stetson was even born I was looking up all the videos reading all the articles and doing all the things to prep for this baby's arrival to make sure that he slept good and I probably shot myself in the face by doing that because it was very overwhelming for a while I just wanted to do it right and I wanted to do all the things but I was like on one hand like all for sleep training but then on the other hand I was like well he's so young he's too young to start technically and then other people were like just pick him up every time he cries and I was somewhere in the middle which seems to be a theme with this pregnancy I'm very middle ground on a lot of things which probably isn't a good way to be for <laughs> a lot of stuff but that tends to be the mo of my life I'm just I don't have a lot of there's like certain things I have strong opinions about and then everything else I just don't really care so I felt like that with his sleep a lot it was like okay even on the nights he'd get up like it wasn't that big of a deal to me to get up in the middle of the night to go like do something with him like yeah there were nights where I was like oh please sleep but for the most part it really wasn't that big of a deal but then it's like people make you feel like it's a big deal and that he shouldn't be doing that so it's just it's a lot kind of stressful a little bit trying to figure out what needs to be happening so but I will say like looking back it, like I said it was all kind of silly um I was super overwhelmed and you know being pulled in a million different directions so for anybody who might be feeling the same way if you're listening and you're like that's me I'm the same way um I'm just gonna share some sleeping tips that I believed help like helped him get to this point and like I said take what you want from this take all of it take none of it um it doesn't it doesn't matter these are just things that I've done since kind of since day one to that I personally think helped him sleep through the night um or at least become a good sleeper so number one is drop the expectations and this probably won't come at first because like I said it's very overwhelming if you're getting thrown a lot of different advice but I had to drop the expectation that he was going to be perfect and that he was, you know, once he um, was sleeping through the night that it would just stay like that forever. And I still don't have that, even though he's been doing good for a while. I am not under any expectation that he will never regress again because it very much could happen. Um, and I, I don't know, it was kind of a weight off my chest when I just didn't have any expectations. I just kind of did my mother's intuition and felt, did what felt right to me. And that really helped me a lot, um, through so many things besides just sleep, but, um, just as a whole, you know, do, do what feels right for you. If, if the crying baby 
if you can't handle that, go pick them up. It doesn't, it's not going to be the end of the world, I promise. Um, number two, put the baby down drowsy but awake 60% of the time, including during naps. So this was a big one for me. And I'd always heard this through uh, like sleep consultants that I would listen to and watch videos and, and read content over. Uh, putting your baby to sleep drowsy but awake especially before they're four months old or five months old whenever they say you can like start really sleep training um they say to put them down drowsy but awake so i really tried to do this and i will say 60 percent of the time and i say that i don't want to say 50 percent of the time because i did it more than half but i didn't do it every time and that's where i say drop the expectations of like if you don't put your if you rock your baby to sleep a night and you're you're thinking oh my gosh I just ruined all the progress you didn't because I definitely thought that there's something really sweet about rocking your baby to sleep and um, I loved doing that but there were also really great times when I could just set him down and he would just put himself to sleep all the way so I like I said wanted to do both and there were some times when it was a really hard night and he was really fussy and really upset over something I would put him all the way to sleep before I set him down in his crib because it, I just knew it would be better for us than setting him down already upset um but like I said 60% of the time if you can try to put them down drowsy but they're still awake then I think you're off to a good start especially if you start doing this from day one um it made it so much easier later on if unless other than like putting them doing it every time I guess is what I'm trying to say so I tried not to do like contact naps every single nap um but sometimes I did because of course you have this tiny new little baby and you want to snuggle them and there's nothing wrong with that so I would try to do at least one and even when he was still in our room, because he went into his crib in his bedroom around two, two months, two and a half months, something like that. And that was kind of an accident. Like I put him down for a nap in there and he just stayed asleep for the night. And so I was like, oh, okay. I didn't really mean for you to turn into a crib baby, but here we are. But it's been really great. I definitely missed him for a while, but now I really like having him in his own room. And I think it's been better for both of us, all of us, the whole family <laughs> sleeps better. Um, so that's been really good. So yeah, I and and I would try, even when he was still in his bassinet in our room, I would try to put him in his crib for a nap. At least one nap a day was kind of my goal for a while. And so, and then that turned into all the naps during the day are in his crib and then he'd sleep in our room at night. So that was kind of just what I did and I feel like it helped a lot to get him used to it and it got me used to him being in a different room than me and I think it just helped us helped both of us be able to be apart from each other if that makes sense um the third thing is to make sure that they are getting super full throughout the day now this really helped when Stetson started eating solid food he started sleeping really good when he was a lot more full off solids and so obviously when they're really young they're not gonna be on solids yet so it's a little different but even with his bottles I would just I found myself getting kind of lazy at times like I would just hold his bottle up to his mouth and then do something else and then when he just kind of seemed to not be super focused on it then I would um, just call it quits but then I realized he wasn't sleeping super great. So I made sure to focus and push him to drink a little bit more um, and, and to finish a full feeding um, throughout the day. And that has been a huge help as well. 
And number four has been sleeping on his stomach. Now, I know this isn't considered like safe sleep according to whoever makes these rules. And well, I think they say as long as they can roll, it's fine. And you just have to put them down on their back. And then if they roll under their stomach on their own, it's fine. Um, which I was doing this for a while. I only put him down on his back. But then one day he flipped himself onto his stomach and he slept so hard like that. And then what I noticed is if I put him in his crib on his stomach, he would knock out right away. And so that's just what we've been doing. And you don't have to do that. I'm not saying do that. But since he has been going down on his stomach, he sleeps a million times better. Number five is lots of playtime and outdoor activities and just sunlight. Now, it's very cold where we live, so um, it can be at least like today. I think the low was like eight degrees, so it's really cold. Um, yesterday was a super cold day too, so it's like too cold to really be outside for too much. So um, on days I can go outside when it's not freezing, I try to at least go on like a little walk and get him some fresh air and get him outside and get him exposed to lots of sunlight because that helps them sleep better the more sun they're exposed to. But also, if it is not a good outside day, then even just running errands with him, going to town, taking him to the grocery store, going somewhere else where he's very stimulated, that stuff's really good. If we're home all day, then try. honestly, I just try to do things like in a bright, super lit up room um, with lots of natural light, which is pretty much my office where I'm most of the day. And there's lots of natural light in here. There's lots of windows. So um, I try to just keep him kind of near a window when he's playing. So he's exposed to lots of sunlight. And I think that that tires him out and he does like independent play a lot and I will you know put him in his toys when I have to get stuff done but I try to make it a point throughout the day to interact with him and do lots of very stimulating activities you know bouncing him around lots of face-to-face -face time things that are just going to really I guess stimulate him. I, I feel like I'm using that word a lot, but I don't know what else to call it. So um, things like that. And especially before bedtime, um, as hard as it is when I'm trying to do dinner and get the baby down and play with him before bedtime so he's stimulated. I mean, Tyler obviously is there and helps with a lot of this stuff too, but um, it can be a lot, but it's important, I think, before bedtime to like really get them like super, like play with them really hard before bedtime so then they're really extra tired. So... Those are kind of my sleeping tips. Now let's just move on to, we'll move on to the other six month milestones that we've reached thus far that I'm really excited about. He's, like I said, doing so many new things this month. He is a absolute rolling machine and you can just hardly ever keep him on his back. If you put him down, he's rolling all over the place. He loves to roll over to his stomach and he kind of scoots around on the floor whenever possible. Um, he's also all about mouth sounds. So he blows bubbles a lot with his mouth and he makes these like really funny sucking sounds with his cheeks and just lots of talking and babbling as much as he can and I think it's so fun when he does that and we're not totally sitting up on our own yet but he's so so close and I'm really looking forward to that because I think that's just gonna make my life so much easier when I can set him down on something and not worry about him just like falling over um so that's going to be really exciting he's he's really close like he can sit sometimes on his own but if he starts like getting too focused on wanting to grab things then he'll knock himself over 
Um, we did have our first almost full week away from Tyler, my husband, this past month. And it really proved to me in that week that he changes a lot how much how fast he really changes because when Tyler so Tyler went to Houston for like five days and when he came back from his trip he was like commenting on all the noises that Stetson was making and for me I honestly thought he started doing those things when um he was around I didn't realize that Stetson started doing those things after he had left so I didn't even like think to send him a video of it because I didn't realize it was a new thing it just didn't occur to me that he Tyler wasn't around for it um so when he came back he's like oh my gosh he blows bubbles and he does this and he does that and I was like oh yeah like I didn't know you didn't know that so that was kind of crazy and that was just a matter of days that he started doing like a whole bunch of new stuff and new noises um so that's just like kind of been crazy how fast it really does change in a matter of days and I also realized how hard this month it's going to be to leave him with anybody um I, I mean it probably wasn't just this month I kind of have known this for a while but not because we don't have like people that we love and trust and could leave him with because we totally do but because I am a lot more attached and protective of him than I thought I was going to be not that I thought I wasn't going to be protective of my child, but you know what I mean? Like, I thought for sure I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I'll drop him off day one. I don't care. Yes. <laughs> no. And he is definitely getting more attached to me, which makes it harder for me. Like, I think if he was didn't care at all, if I passed him off to somebody else, which most of the time he doesn't. I mean, he's pretty social, but... You know, there are days when I hand him over to somebody and he starts crying and that makes it hard for me because I'm like, oh, it's going to be hard to leave and know that he's crying for me like that. Ah, ooh, I don't know. Um, but I do know that we need to let go a little bit and we need space for our own mental health and to help him grow also. But oof, it's going to be hard. So we're going to just take that one day at a time and do a little bit here and there. Um, I think we're planning on doing like a Valentine's Day date at some point and we'll just drop him off for a few hours and as kind of a test run and see how that goes. But probably won't be doing any overnight stuff for a while because that's that's a lot. And he's still so young. Like I don't think it's necessary at this age to like have him be independent of his parents because that's just not how it works so again things that I have mentally battled with myself because of other opinions so I'm here to tell you you do whatever you want to do if you want to drop them off right at the beginning do it if you want to keep them forever and never let anybody watch them ever <laughs> I mean maybe don't do that forever but like you do you you know you know what I'm saying okay now let's talk about working mom life because this has been the biggest adjustment for me personally. So growing up, my household had two working parents outside of the home. And I know what it's like to have grandparents be the ones to watch me after school and drive me places that I needed to go because both my parents worked outside of the home. Um, but Tyler grew up in a very different situation. He grew up with a stay-at-home mom. So his experience is very different than mine. And for me personally, my lifelong dream has always been to be a stay-at-home mom, but I'm also such a busybody that there is no way I would be able to do something, like not do something, I guess. Like I couldn't just be a stay-at-home mom, and I don't mean just as in you're just a stay-at-home, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I couldn't do only being a stay-at-home mom and not have some sort of project that I'm working on or like a creative outlet and my business definitely fills those cups for me and it allows me to have kind of the best of both worlds of being a stay-at-home mom but also work and financially contribute to our family but 
dang, I will say it's a really freaking hard to do both a lot harder than I thought it was going to be and one thing that I've learned in these past six months is that I am not really great at time management (laughs) as much as I like want to be especially because there is not a whole lot of free time in my days and I think that's really it I mean I can manage my time but it just I need more of it I guess is maybe what I'm trying to say I wake up around 5 a.m. every single morning and I go to bed at about 9 p.m. and I feel like I could use like six more hours in my day and for some reason I thought I would just be able to like set the baby down to play and I'd be able to sit at my desk and get so much more work done yeah right because if the baby isn't in my lap because he wants to be held he's probably making noise playing with his toys and when I try to get things done during his nap suddenly his two-hour nap is going to turn into a 30-minute nap and I don't know in the beginning I was super frustrated by this and I found myself getting so stressed out over uh, the fact that I couldn't get anything done it seemed like but These days, I still have some bad ones, but they're mostly good, and we're in more of that routine now, and I've let go of a lot of those expectations like we talked about earlier, and that's just been a super freeing feeling. So a few things that we have loved this month of being six months old. Uh, So number one, look, I'm just going to come in with a controversial one. And I understand that screen time is not for everyone. And I was super against it at first. But talking about not being able to get anything done, I had to cave a little bit for my own sanity. And I am not one to prop Stetson up in front of a TV for like hours at a time. But a few 15, 20 minute chunks throughout the day so I can go do something I want or need to do. Yeah. I will take it. I will take it any day. Um, Trust me, if you are one that's like absolutely no screen time, the second you need to get something done, I promise you, you're going to change your mind, okay? So if you are open to the idea, I highly recommend checking out Miss Rachel for your littles. Her YouTube show is very educational, fun. It makes me feel better about him watching screen time over cartoons because she's a real person. And she is almost like set up like a Zoom call, which I've actually heard is better for their brains too. So like if they're going to do screen time, like watching somebody, like a person talking to you through the screen almost doesn't do the same thing to their brains that it does if they're just watching like mindless cartoons or something. So that's been really huge for me. She's really entertaining and uh, she has like some fun songs that are going to get stuck in your heads and you'll sing them. I was literally was trying to go to bed one night and I couldn't stop singing this song that there was about a crab. So there you go. Um, The second thing is uh, the front part of our stroller. It's been so fun for Stetson and I. Um, even though it's not as convenient as just like taking out the car seat from the car and popping it in the stroller, I've been actually taking him out of his car seat and getting to put him in like the big kid part of the stroller where he like faces outward. And I just love that for him because I think he really enjoys getting to see the world and not to mention everybody is like totally obsessed with him and I love watching people interact with him when he's sitting in there. 
So we have the Chico Bravo stroller and it's been really great for us and it's really easy to fold up. It's not super heavy and like I said, the car seat clicks in super easy. I will have links to all of this stuff in the show notes as well so you guys can go get those if you're interested in that. Um, and then the final thing is my Solly baby wrap. I have used several different wraps and carriers that I love for different reasons, but um, my favorite one that I have is my Solly wrap um, for, for at least for the wraps. Now there's like the ones that are more ergonomic or whatever it's called for like longer periods of time, depending on what you're doing. I think those are great, but for around the house and just more simple things, I love the wraps. I think they're really pretty. They're lightweight. They're easy to use. And the Solly brand is just very, I love the material more than other wraps that I have and it's really breathable for babies and not to mention the customer service is amazing and they do a fantastic job at giving you information to make sure that you're wearing the wrap correctly. So highly, highly would recommend Solly Baby Wraps if you are a wrap kind of person or if you're on the market for a new wrap. They, I think they're really, really great. So to sum it all up, um, I, I just love the direction that we're going and how much fun I know is ahead and how much more fun things are going to get over the next few months, especially as things start getting warmer. The weather is going to get nicer. We can be outside more and he's getting more mobile. And I think that's going to be really fun getting to go places where he can just interact a lot more. We have so many things to look forward to in 2023 it's going to be a lot of trips we have a lot of trips planned which is very exciting for me because I feel like we haven't traveled very much lately and so I'm very excited to get to go places this year and bring him along and I'm also just doing everything I can to savor the moments as they come at me because gosh six months is just it's really flown by and it's been such a good he's been such a good first baby which makes me want like six more kids so sorry Tyler about that um and you know through all the hardships and through all the struggles and issues that we have had this has really just been the best six months of my life and I fall more and more in love with this little guy every single day Stetson truly is the best thing that I have ever done in my whole life and I am so beyond proud to call him mine so with that being said, you guys, I'm not going to cry, okay? Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, I know this episode had nothing to do with business or anything, but I just uh, had to share my heart with my little guy because it's Tuesday. It's a podcast day, and he also turns six months today, so I just thought it would be a really good episode for anybody that is curious about the personal side of our life. I definitely want this podcast to be a little bit of everything. So um, I'm really excited for what's to come. And I love you guys. Thank you for being here. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye. You've just finished another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast and TikTok. Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl Podcast Insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. 
Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.